there is a modern day cultural change in marketing. Political marketers are much more innovative than corporate marketers. And the reason being is that we have elections every two years. And if political marketers don't win for their candidates, they're out of business. With corporate marketing, there's a lot of, uh, well, what are we going to do next quarter kind of questions? Well, us is like, are we going to win the election in three months or we're out of business? Those are two crazily different questions to answer. And the focus of a marketer is completely different with those two questions. Come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so excited to have one of the only people that I have had on my show multiple times, and you're about to see why. Philip Stutz comes from the cutthroat world of political marketing. Ugh. He has over two decades of experience working on campaigns with billions with a B of dollars in political ad spend and contributed to over 1,407 election victories. That's insane, including three U.S. presidential victories. Philip plays the game of political and corporate marketing on the highest level, battling it out with fierce competition, multi-billion dollar budgets, and a win or die mentality. Philip, the data master. Thank you for being here today. I'm so glad to be back. (laughs) I'm so excited to get into all these amazing things that you have going on. A new podcast, a new book. A new war with Facebook. I mean, where do we even begin? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'll go wherever you want to take me. By the way, I like the new direction of the podcast you got. I like hearing more from you. And uh, this is uh, congratulations to you as well. And just so everybody, hold on. One more thing. Before we even get started, I got to say one other (laughs) thing. Uh, I have gotten to know Heather over the last, what, uh, two years or year and a half. And everything that you hear on this podcast is the same way she is when she's not on the podcast. She's a good person. (laughs) She's thoughtful. She's helpful. You're the real deal. It's why you have a big deal with HarperCollins. It's why you have a very successful podcast. Authenticity is everything I preach in marketing. And you embody that. And that's why uh, I'm I'm really honored to be back. So thank you. Well, you know, it's funny. And I want to give everybody a glimpse into what you and I just spent the last 20 minutes talking about, but we sit here and talk about how we can help each other and what contacts do you have and what ideas do you have? And it's so great to find like-minded people that truly want to help other people and put good out into the world. Because as we know, as you know, firsthand after the time you spent in politics, it's not always that way. So I actually talk about this in the book. Uh, that marketers should be giving first before, if they're selling a product or service, they should be giving before they take. And too often we see people that just take and don't give, right? I mean, and for example, when my first book came out that you interviewed me for me, kindly uh, called fire them now. But when they, when that book came out, I had this woman reach out to me. She was like um, on QVC as a host and all this stuff. And she's moved to this area in Florida. I'm in. And she said, uh, I want to take, you know, come to my house. We want to have dinner with you and all this stuff. And then I started like thinking about it. And I'm like, well, hold on. She wants me to spend four hours of my time. She just wants to take four hours of my time. And like, you know, it was like, and then she kept pressing, you need to come. I, I need to tell you about all the things I'm working on. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I've got a young family. Like, I, I don't have four hours to give somebody 
if they're always just, you know, taking now she thought she was giving by come to my house and have dinner. But like, really the thing was like, how could I serve her? Right. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I had somebody call me and say, Philip, love your book. I'd love an hour of your time. I'm willing to give you five, give $5,000 to the charity of your choice for an hour of your time. And I said, absolutely did it without hesitation. And that person ended up doing some work with me. I ended up paying that person for work. I ended up giving that person over $50,000 in business but he gave to me first. He said, hey, I want to give to your charity of your choice. And so too often we just see people that are take, 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 whether it's in your life or in your business or in your marketing, the thought process is what do I need to do to give first? And I really try to try to embody that. I don't always succeed, but I try to embody that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a really fair point, right? There's times for me too, when I, I want to always be giving, but listen, there are some days when you're just simply maxed on time. And like you right now with launching the book, those windows of time in your business career are so busy. There's so much going on. And the priority is obviously what you're leaning into that sometimes you're not able to you know, give to everyone in those moments. But the good news is when you're consistent and people spend time with you in time, they're going to see that. And you just need to trust your instincts to know who those good people are and who the ones that you just want to keep passing by. That's right. And and you're one of the good ones. So um, I'm really grateful for uh, your friendship. Well, I'm grateful for yours too. And you are one of the great ones. So thank you for being here, <laughs> yes. Philip. All right. So I want to get into the undefeated marketing system. Tell me about this book. Yeah. Well, I think the best thing for me to do is to give you the uh, extremely long subtitle. And I think it'll set it all up. So yeah, the book's The Undefeated Marketing System, How to Grow Your Business and Build Your Audience Using the Secret Formula that Elects Presidents. And if you go to my Amazon page, when you read the summary of the book, it says, you hate, the first thing it says is, you hate politicians. We get it. (laughs) True story. (laughs) But what if you knew that there was a secret formula that the marketers behind politicians use that could exponentially grow your business? And so that's really the crux of the whole book. There's nothing partisan about this book that is not right versus left. Uh, you know, here's the best way to describe it. If you are looking for a textbook on marketing, an undefeated, like a marketing system, this is not your book. If you want to learn a marketing system told through tons of wild and crazy political campaign stories, wild and crazy corporate marketing stories, this is all yours. I, I told this system and this book through stories, failing stories, successful stories, But it's truly an entertaining book that's going to teach you a way to market your business that no other marketing agency in America is utilizing right now. And if you do it correctly, you are going to win every single time. And the reason this is important, Heather, is because Jonah Berger, who teaches at the Wharton School of Business, he's got a book called Contagious. And he stated recently that we are seeing up to 10,000 ads online, offline per day. That's how many ads we're seeing online, offline per day. So if you're a business owner and you're like, yeah, I think I'll throw some Facebook ads up. Like no one's seeing your stuff. Like you want to know why nothing's working right now? Because you're not competing against your own market. Let's say you sell real estate. You're not competing against real estate agents. You're, You're competing against shoe companies, food companies, real estate companies, businesses, entrepreneurs, speakers, all, you know, influencers. You're competing against 10,000 other people for their attention, for the customer's attention every single day. And so my thought is, well, God, what do we do in politics to elect presidents? Or 
to like mayors. It could be billion dollar budgets or it could be $10,000 budgets. What do we do? What's the secret formula? And I sort of laid that out. And it actually came from a colossal failure on my part. So if, you, if you're good, I'll, I'll tell you the story. It's, just, it's kind of a good story. So a, a few years ago, we launched our corporate marketing agency called WinBig Media. And the there is this guy that reached out to me. He owns a eight-figure, about-to-be nine-figure supplement company. And he calls and says, I'm fascinated by how you guys win elections. I think you'd be perfect. I heard you on an interview. Can you guys come help me? Oh, yeah, we could do that. So absolutely the biggest client right out of the gate, you could imagine. We were super excited. And we started applying this undefeated marketing system, but we didn't do it in a formulaic way. We're just kind of doing it bits and pieces. I hadn't really thought through the whole idea before. I just was kind of playing a, a whack-a-mole through the things that we know how to do in politics. And we started doing some really good work for him. But then all of a sudden he came to us and he said, hey, most of my sales come from social media platform on Instagram, uh, not on Facebook, not on Pinterest, not on LinkedIn, but on, on uh, Instagram. He's like, so I want to I want to take our biggest selling product and I would love for you guys to run that, that campaign for us. Awesome. Sure. We'll do that. And so we took, uh, we had a professional photographer. We took a picture of the supplement, their number one performing supplement. And we were, we took a big picture with a professional photographer and we were about to launch the campaign. And he said, sat, you know, we came to sit down with him, walk through everything. And he's like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And we said, what do you mean? And he said, you cannot put a picture of a supplement Without a human being in there, it would ruin the entire campaign. Instagram has, I've built in a logarithm that through paid and organic has exploded my sales. If you do one small thing that doesn't, that messes with my logarithm, you're going to cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. How do you not know that? This is what he said to me years ago. And I went, oh my God. And he goes, I go, dude, you're right. I'll fix this. Don't worry. We'll get it right. Sorry about that. He said, okay, cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That was the last time I ever talked to him. He ghosted us. The biggest client we'd ever Ooh. had ghosted us. And so I went back and said, what did we get wrong? What, what did we do that didn't work here? I've got to figure this out. Like we're do, We have the right vision, but we're not putting this out right. And I wrote down a question that those questions, I just started writing for like two weeks. I sat in my office and just wrote and wrote and wrote and it finally hit me. I figured out, which has never been discussed in politics, but what is the formula we use in politics to elect candidates, whether it's presidents, mayors, governors, senators, congressmen, or women, what is that formula, right? And once I wrote that out and put that together, it dawned on me that this had never been sort of laid out before in politics or in corporate marketing. And so I called all of our team members at our company and I said, we're now going to follow this exact systematic formula. This is our model. We're not going to deviate from it. You know, we're going to follow this for all of our clients. And the next thing I know, within six months, every one of those clients was, was growing their bottom line at a rate they hadn't seen before. And so then we said, my God, we got something here. We tested it, it worked. And so ever since then, we worked with every client we worked with has followed this five-step marketing system. And every single one of them has grown their business. Every single one of them. And I screamed one day, this damn thing's undefeated. And that's where it like came from, the undefeated marketing system, because I screamed out loud that, oh my God, this thing's undefeated. And that's the point of now. We have had plenty of clients that look and go, you know what, Philip, I don't want to follow that five-step system. I want the get rich quick pill mm -hmm. and I don't have it. So I just want to do things the right way. And I want to follow an approach that is elected 
presidents, but also grown Fortune 200 companies, startups, B2B, B2C, e-commerce. It works across the board. And then I was like, I got to tell this story. And so we told the book is about telling that story through all the political campaigns I've worked on, all the corporate marketing campaigns that we've seen success with. And then also a lot of companies that are utilizing this system, probably not even realizing it, but that's why they've become billion dollar companies. And we tell those stories as well. That's so interesting. You know, such a great point. So many people find success, but aren't sure why they have it. So it's not repeatable. And I love that not only have you tested this, you identified it and you took the success from one industry from politics, but now you've tested it and applied it to so many different business models so that you are confident that it will work. Well, does it also work for personal brands? It does work for personal brands, although I don't personally work on personal brands. So, but we lay out how people can do this in the in the book. They don't have to use us. They can use it, utilize it themselves. Here, here's why it's so important. I identified so like hundred different industries that followed this five-step formula from sports teams that win championships to trial lawyers that win lawsuits. They're in a court and they've got a trial. I've found that it literally, this is the exact same formula for getting married. This is the exact same formula uh, for venture capital companies, investing in, in other companies and, and having exits across the board. This is a ubiquitous formula, except business marketers. Nobody in the business marketing world is utilizing it. And so I went, well, I got to tell this story because I know it's going to help a lot of businesses. And because, again, it's worked with every single business we've worked with. And so that's, uh, that's really why you know, I did it. And you say like you, you took from one industry to another. Well, you, know, you don't know this, Heather, but something I listened to a, your interview with Chris Voss a long time ago. It was the first time I'd ever heard Chris Voss. <laughs> and I actually, I was with Chris in Vegas last week. Um, ah! So I know. You guys he, he's, moved, he's moved out of DC, lives in Vegas now, but he took hostage negotiation and took it to business negotiation. And the reason, and since I read his book like seven times and I've applied all the things that he puts in that book, we've had unbelievable negotiating success, right? Because no one is utilizing the same strategies that he puts in his book. And he's got new books coming out, by the way, but these things are so unique and no one does them. So if you do them, you have like unbridled success. And in the same vein, if you take what gets uh, Joe Biden or George W. Bush or Barack Obama elected behind the scenes, like what is the marketing strategies they utilize? And you apply them to your businesses, no one's competing in that marketplace. And that's what we've like we've been blown away with, but by how many businesses from different industries can grow their bottom line. Now, again, influencers, we've done a lot of work helping people understand their, their audience with influencers. So, but we don't really market influencers. But we've, you know, you understand, we've talked about this before, how we look at data. We have a very sophisticated, which is our step one of our five-step system, is you got to understand your customer, right? And you do a deep data dive into that customer. And you've seen what kind of deep dive we can do. We can kind of talk through that. But we do help influencers on that side, understanding from a data perspective what their customers really want. But those people know how to market in their industry probably better than anybody. And there are so many uni- I mean, specific influencer marketing agencies that just do nothing but that. 
And if you can get them to follow these five steps, that the, the, the influencer world, these specific influencers that utilized it would, would go through the roof. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website, and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you, and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized, I can do this. I can go to work for myself, thanks to Shopify what I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Monahan all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monaghan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monaghan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. I want you to know that finding ways to be more efficient, cut costs, and get rid of errors and mistakes can completely transform your business, boost your performance at the same time. This is why you need NetSuite now. Now, through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Monahan. netsuite.com slash Monahan netsuite.com slash Monahan. 
So Philip, I have a question for you. When you just itemized a number of different candidates, and I'm just throwing a couple out there, Barack Obama and Biden, right? So to me, as just general population, looking through it as a citizen, I'm thinking to myself, Barack Obama got elected because of this amazing digital and social media campaign he had where Biden was completely different in and around, you know, the mail. There were so many other. So it seems to me completely different reasons why each one of them got elected. Yes. Every just like your business the marketing world changes every six months or every three months or sometimes every day. So there are different reasons to understand how these candidates get elected. And let, let's go through Joe Biden. All right. First of all, I just I want to lay out how close this election really was. Donald Trump lost the election by 42,918 votes total out of 170 million or whatever. Let's just say 160 million, 160 million votes. Maybe it was 156 million. 42,918 votes. Now, if 42,000, I'll tell you how, if 42,918 voters had gone into the voting booth on election day planning to vote for Biden, and just half of them, let's say 21,500, had said, you know what, screw it, I'm voting for Trump. Trump would be a president right now. 21,000, a difference of 21,500 voters decided this entire election out of 150, all right, let's say 158 million votes. What happened was in Georgia, Arizona, in Wisconsin, the difference in the votes of those three states combined was 42,918 votes. So my God, what was the difference? How did Joe Biden get the most votes in the history of American politics? Well, what, they followed the five steps. So let me walk through those five steps, how it worked for Joe Biden, then we could walk through how it works with a, with a company. The first thing they did was they, they did a deep dive into the voter data to understand what voters wanted in the election of 2020. And here's what they found, because the pandemic was going on and there was a lot of different things and it was all crazy. But they realized was that Donald Trump was digging his own hole by going out and speaking to the media every day. And the more he was out there talking uh, to the media, the more voters were turned off. I I'm telling you what was in the data. I'm not being a partisan right now. So they also knew this. When you engage with Donald Trump, when you fight him, he almost wins every time because he doesn't stop until he wins. He's the most relentless fighter there ever has, ex has existed. He wears everybody down. So the Biden people said, we don't need to engage him, ignore him. The voters will get tired of him because he'll just be fighting himself constantly. And so what did Biden do? If you remember this, everybody made fun of him. He was in his basement. All he summer. was hiding in the basement, right. I remember. <laughs> That's why. The data was really clear. Let Trump be Trump without fighting him. And that was going to be an advantage for Joe Biden. So that was their strategy. You know, the Trump strategy was to look strong in a moment of weakness and the, when the country was going through um, where they were nervous and scared. And in a way, look, Trump got 17 million more votes than he did in 2016. That is an insane number that has never happened before. That is incredible that he gained 17,000. He got more African-American votes, more Hispanic votes, more women votes than he did in 2016. So why? Like, that's crazy. Well, because their data told them that he needed to be strong and he needed to be forceful and he needed to come, you know, fight and say, we're stronger than this during the coronavirus. So that was their strategy. But for Biden, they said, get out of it, get out of your way, get out of your way and don't let, don't engage Trump until you have to. And ultimately, what every piece of data we looked at after the election has said was people, their number one reason that they did not vote for Donald Trump or voted for Joe Biden was they, they didn't trust Trump's response to the coronavirus. 
And that was because Joe Biden didn't engage with it. Joe Biden let Trump go out there every single day and do whatever he wanted to do. And Trump didn't have the ability to wear Joe Biden down every day. So they knew that and they ignored it. And they followed this five-step system, which was they knew what the data said. And then they built their whole strategic plan out of it. That's step two. And then the third thing is they built their brand around it. So their brand wasn't around hiding, but their brand was around being the alternative to the chaos. That was their brand, right? Very clear. You didn't know a lot of policy positions that Joe Biden stood for. You knew that he was calm in a world of chaos, oh, coronavirus chaos, Trump chaos. That was going to be the calming influence. Then they went out and obviously our, our fourth step is now that you know what all these things work and you have a plan in place and your brand's in place, you go test the messages. Well, they did. They tested their messages with lots of ads and it all worked. The calming influence was the ad that stuck out and they spent more money on than any other ad. Why? Because they tested it and the data said so. This is the, ad, the message that was going to work. And then that's what they ran their whole campaign on. That's why he won. And I lay this out in the book. I explain how George W. Bush won in 2000 and 2004. I explain how Barack Obama won in 2008 and 2012. I explain how Trump won in 2016, which if you hate him or love him, it's an aberration. And, and it's an incredibly interesting case study in how he won and followed this five-step system. And then I lay out how, how Biden did it as well. And so when we apply that now, I mean, we can kind of talk about how it works for businesses, but there is a modern day cultural change in marketing. Political marketers are much more innovative than corporate marketers. And the reason being is that we have elections every two years. And if political marketers don't win for their candidates, they're out of business. And with corporate marketing, there's a lot of, uh, well, what are we going to do next quarter kind of questions? Well, us is like, are we going to win the election in three months or we're out of business? Those are two crazily different questions to answer. And the focus of a marketer is completely different with those two questions. I love how you just highlighted the difference between the win or die in the political arena versus in corporate America, you know, we're kicking the can down till next quarter. And so many companies, and I've witnessed this firsthand in corporate America, they get stuck in that routine of this is the way we've always done it right? And maybe put a toe in the water to test something new. But the, the idea of completely going all in and interesting in that, I believe it was your third or fourth step around defining the brand. So many traditional businesses would be concerned with evolving that. Have you had any success with trying to get a traditional business to evolve their brand or redefine their brand? Yeah, I'll give you a great example. So we work with a uh, a title company in Florida. So a title company, you know, when you buy a property, you go to the closing and you the title company sets it all up, right? So this is a title company that's done a billion dollars over a billion dollars in sales. And they came to us and they said, We got three primary competitors in our marketplace. Our audience, our customer is actually a client. They're we're a B2B company. How do we get an edge on our competitors in the title. Because it's not like, Heather, if you and I are to go buy a house, it's not like we go, ooh, let's go title company shopping. No, it's the real estate agent says, you'll meet me on Tuesday for the closing of the title company. They just automatically choose it 99% of the time. So what do we need to do? So we went in and you know this, but I'll tell your audience, we have a, a partnership with the largest data collection analytics and AI company in America. We have a database of 200 million plus American consumers, 550 million connected devices. We're tracking 10 billion purchasing decisions every day and a trillion searches every day. And so when we're able to overlay a customer or client base into this database and then extract an incredible 
report on what these clients or customers think, what they care about in life, what their values are, what social media platforms they're on in a chronological order, what messages will work, what TV shows they watch, what magazines they read. It's, it's an insane report that we're able to put together. And for this particular company, we went in and there and we did it. And you're probably thinking, oh, this company, how did Philip help them sell and become a, you know, how did they sell that? We're the best title company in this part of Florida. It's not what we did. We actually found in the data that 72% of real estate agents owned dogs because we were actively tracking their IP address and seeing that they were buying food, dog food, dog products, bowls, toys, all that stuff. Knowing that your audience has a 72% of your market has one thing in common. If you're not marketing that, you're insane. So what did we do? We rebranded this company around dogs. Dogs are now free to run in the office. Dogs are on their website. They have, they have a profile page or a bio page. All of our ads were about the owner's, like was the pro, you know, like the, do, the owner's dog was in all of our ads now. And they are now number one in the marketplace. When, when real estate agents come to do closings with them, they're like, I saw the dog ad. I love dogs. All you're trying to do is find a deeper connection with your customer or your client. And I didn't know that we were going to find dogs. If I was a typical marketer, I'd sit around a table and I'd say, man, we got this great title company. So let's figure out how we can help them. But how in the hell are you supposed to know that 72% of your customer or their customers or clients have dogs? You don't. And so for us, the first step is to understand those unique perspectives among the customer client base before I go spend the client's money. They have asked me to come in and help them build their business with marketing campaign. If I don't know what their customers think or their clients think, then I'm guessing. And that's putting that business at risk. And I'm not willing to do that. So that's my whole approach is I don't put the business or company or business owner at risk. Every step of our process eliminates the risk. So when you're ready to roll out a marketing campaign, you know it's going to work before you've even spent a lot of money. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge right now. You can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, CBDistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep more calm and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order. Visit cbdistillery.com and enter VIP. That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Are you tired of the stress and chaos of live launching? Who isn't, right? But if you've tried going evergreen, you know that's not the solution either. Hello, low conversions. So what's the answer? The circuit sales system is designed to make sales for you every single day while giving your audience all of the excitement of live launching without you ever having to live launch again. What would increasing your current yearly revenue by 40 times look like for you? Okay, nobody's making any income guarantees here, but that's exactly what Nikki did for her business when she developed her circuit sales system. The circuit sales system is the automated system 
that combines the best of both live launching and evergreen with none of the worst. Think high conversions and high predictability without the chaos or risk. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalesystem.com slash confidence. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalesystem.com slash confidence. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love the dog angle and brilliant marketing. Well done. And they're unique, right? It's not that same message or same marketing campaign that everybody in the title industry is probably running with. So I love that too. You can own a white space. For me, what just popped in my mind was I invested in your services for my brand, for my business. And one of the insights that was so surprising that I had missed, and I don't know how I had missed it, and you pointed it right out to me was that I was marketing to one entity when there were multiple decision makers, whether it was the speaking business and you know that was one faction of my audience, or if it was people buying my book, the audiences were entirely different, although I was having the same dialogue and narrative that I was pushing out to completely different audiences. So without that data and that insight, it's what what you said, you're at risk of losing business, not growing your business or not having a well-based, solid strategy, which is huge. What can you offer to the audience around doing some deep dives and data research for them and their audience? I mean, we've created a free data assessment tool around the book because we've had so much feedback and, okay, I need to understand how I need to look at my customer or my clients, right? B2B, B2C, e-com, whatever it is. And so, yeah, you go to philipstutz.com slash insights. It's literally takes you less than two minutes to fill out this form. And then my team will just do a one-on-one call for free. Everything's for free. And they'll tell you how you need to look at your data, how you can look at it differently, things that you could do that don't cost you any money in order to get better insights into them to help you sort of project forward into either following the undefeated marketing system or doing it you know, in a way you want to do it. Uh, but it has to start with a better understanding of customers. And this kind of goes back to my political background. I love helping political candidates win, but ultimately I'm obsessed with the voter. I want to know what moves the voter. I want to know if you're a Republican voter and you're going to go vote for Joe Biden, I'd be fascinated by what that is. And then I want to build a marketing campaign around that to other like-minded voters. And too many times as business owners, I'm sure you do it. I do it. You get so caught up in how great your product or services or how great your business is or that you started something from nothing and you built it up that you forget that that may not be what the customer wants to hear. But if you can find alignment between your story and what they want, and you combine those two, that's where all the magic happens. And that's why I'm obsessed with doing it in a systematic and formulaic approach. And that's what we try to do in the book was tell that, but tell it all through a crazy wild stories that literally is probably the most interesting marketing book you could read because it's not boring at all. (laughs) Not a boring marketing book. All right. So this is not boring either. Why was the undefeated marketing system banned from Facebook? Ooh, this is good. So 
I sent an email out like in December of 2020 as we were looking at book covers. And I believe I sent one to you. You were like one of 50 people that I sent it to and said, hey, I'm really curious what you think. So ultimately, all 50 people voted. But when it came back, I had like eight book covers I was looking at. Three of them had an equal number of total votes. They all finished first. It was like 12, 12, and 12 out of the 50. And I'm like, okay, well, that... Okay, I got the top three, but they're all tied. So I don't know what to do. So I instructed my marketing team, let's just do an ABC test. So let's take all three covers and put them on Facebook and target entrepreneurs, marketers, influencers, people that this book would really be relevant to and C-suite people, anybody like that. Like, you know, Facebook, you can just target very, very precisely. And then let's see which one gets the most clicks. So it was a, it was a, it was a, an ad campaign. Facebook came back and said, we have denied your ad campaign. And I went, huh, why is that? And they said, well, because in your subtitle, remember the subtitle is how to grow your business and build your audience using the secret formula that elects presidents. In the subtitle, it says elects presidents, and you're trying to influence an election. Now, this is this is December. The election is over, <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, hold on. This is a business book. This is not a political book. It's not a campaign book. It's not an influencing. We're not influencing an election. I said, I went back to my team. I said, just appeal it. Tell those needle-nosed nerds at Facebook, this is a, a business book. That's, they got this wrong. Eight hours later, they rejected my appeal. And the book was uh, officially banned by Facebook. Now, okay, they banned my ad campaign. What's the big deal, right? And in 2018, we saw this on political ads. And you can go, ooh, thank God they started banning those damn political ads. I hate those things. Well, yeah, until it starts coming seeping into other industries. And ultimately, we were just the start in the political industry. But my book got banned from ads. Now, you, again, it wasn't a life or death issue for me. I was A-B testing book covers. I get that. But do you know how, I mean, you know this, you know how many people, their lifeblood, their, their business is based on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn ads. If they don't have those things running all the time, they're out of business. And I went, oh my God, like I haven't, I've heard of free speech being banned on the platforms. I've heard of political speech being banned on platforms, but I've never heard of an ad being banned that has nothing to do with what they say it's about. So I said, well, I have a platform. I'm going to make a ruckus on this. And so I've started writing about it. Next thing I know, uh, Fox News reaches out and says, we want to do a story on this. So they did a national story on it. And then a national publication saw that, that Fox News story and reached out and said, will you write an article about this? This uh, publication called The Federalist. So I wrote this article. But the, the point of the article was this. When the Fox News story came out, I had a charity reach out to me. Uh, it's a charity that we do pro bono work for and, and my company. And they said, you know, we got banned as well for ads. I went, excuse me? I said, what, why? First of all, this charity... Their whole mission is to save sexually and physically abused kids, rescue them out of these homes and find safe homes for them. That is their entire mission. Facebook said that they were not allowed to run ads because they were considered an issue advocacy organization. And in the age of the pandemic, where there was more physical and sexual abuse in homes of lockdowns than they had ever seen in the history, this particular charity had not been able to raise as much money as they had in the past. It was a rough year. So they were trying to run Facebook ads to raise money for their, their annual fundraising campaign. And they were denied by Facebook because they said that they were an issue-based ad and issue-based ads were banned by Facebook. So 
I was like, this is insane. I, 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 my story, whatever about my story, I, I want to tell this story. And then I had another guy named Justin Donald. He wrote a business book and it reached number one on the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list in January of 2021. But it almost didn't happen because Amazon told him he wouldn't be able to publish the book if he, in his book, he talks about how he invested, made money during the coronavirus pandemic. But because he used the words COVID-19, coronavirus and, and COVID, to describe how he invested money, Amazon told him he would not be able to publish his book. So he had to remove the words coronavirus, COVID, and COVID-19 from his book because they said he wasn't a doctor and he wasn't allowed to use those words. Because he, he removed the words, the book, you know, he ended up making number one on Wall Street Journal bestsellers list. My point is this. This is now coming into businesses. This is coming into nonprofits. I saw it and I just decided I could make some hay, but those stories revealed themselves by putting that my story out there. And so through all of my work in early March of 2021, Facebook finally removed all the bans. And you know, I have no idea if the work we did did anything or not. Uh, I do know that it was after all the, these national stories came out and then out of nowhere without any notice, Typically, Facebook gives you a good two-week to four-week notice on any changes that they're going to make so you can adjust your campaigns. Literally, 24 hours notice, they remove the, the bans. And uh, yeah, now I, I can run ads on Facebook again. But it's pretty scary. And if, you know, one of the things I talk about in the book is you, you need to own your own data. And when you're renting these platforms, eventually, they're either going to raise, they've already raised the rent, but eventually, they're going to tell you to move out. And so you just need to be prepared for that. And I just saw that up close. Well, it's so that's so good. Being dependent on any of these platforms is a failing and flawed strategy for sure. Let me speak firsthand to that. When I got put in LinkedIn jail and 90% of my business was coming through LinkedIn, those moments are teaching moments. And I really appreciate you shining a light on that because these platforms change their rules so arbitrarily and, and are taking so much more control over that it definitely, it, it's critical, like you said, to own your data, understand your data and be able to market to that customer in different platforms, different places, and not just through through one. So thank you so much for sharing that. Where can everyone find the undefeated marketing system? Yeah, you can go to philipstutz.com. Obviously, you can go to Barnes & Noble and iTunes or iBooks or Amazon, just type in undefeated marketing system. And there it is. And since this is coming out on launch day for the first 24, maybe 48 hours, we're going to offer it. At, uh, the, the ebook will be offered at 99 cents for the first 48 hours for your audience. Oh and my gosh, that's an amazing opportunity to get this proven system to market your business and blow up your business. Philip, thank you for doing that. Sure, of course. And uh, yeah, we'll have it audio. It's on Audible and, all, and we did an audio version as well. So if you'd rather buy it there, that is not discounted. Kind of that cost that cost a lot of money to do the audio version. So well, give me, the, give me the long tagline again. It's called the Undefeated Marketing System, how to grow your business and build your audience using the secret formula that elects presidents. All right. Well, there's no one that knows that better than you after the amount of elections that you've won, the deep dive that you've done into my business and thousands of others. Thank you so much for putting this together to empower all of us to market and grow our businesses. Awesome. Thanks, Heather. Stop and look around once in a while.
in a while, you could miss it. Come on this journey with me. Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference and now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.